Hi, I'm Jake Devonball, and welcome to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, a podcast where me and our friends talk about nostalgic moments and pop culture from our childhoods. We interview people such as actors, producers, composers, puppeteers, and more. We'll be sharing our favorite memories, talk about behind-the-scenes moments, and so much more. I'm your host, Jake Devonball, and welcome to this Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the 36th episode of Jake's Happiness Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes to life. I'm your host, Jake Demonball, and as always, our co-host, we've, we have today, Chris Pixby, Matt Bingo, his pal, Julius, Y. McCullough, and Matthew Johnston. How are you guys? We are great. Amazing. Very awesome Doing to good. hear. Awesome. Hello. And, 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 and Jake, who do we have today? Well, today we have a musical director for the last videos of, of Barney and the Becker Gang, as well as he did as well for the, for the first three seasons of Barney and Friends, which of course we're going to talk about that. And so much stuff. And his name is Bob Singleton. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, you're yeah, welcome. You're welcome. Definitely, you're we're welcome. very we're very excited. So, um, before we ask the first, well, before we uh, kind of ask our interviewish questions i guess uh to start this off um we know who you are but for the people watching and listening yeah. who don't know who you are uh tell a little bit about yourself and uh what you do okay mm-hmm. uh i'm bob singleton uh i'm a composer and mm-hmm. producer uh i was classically trained as a composer at university of north texas got into writing uh jingles and music for curriculum and that sort of thing and got known around the dallas area where i was working and there was a lot of work going on Mm -hmm. i got known as as a guy who did uh, a lot of stuff for kids and i loved it so i got uh when when it came time for uh the barney thing to take off i i got involved with barney uh i worked on the first three shows as yeah as contractor in other yeah. words, I was, there was somebody else that was a music director, Stephen Bates, and and I, but he was working with live musicians. So I hired all the musicians. We used my kids' chorus, and I just kind of helped out wherever they needed help. And after wow. the first three shows, then I moved over to uh, full-time uh, uh, music director. So all the Backyard Gang stuff after the first three yeah. episodes – I was the music director on that. And then when we moved into PBS, I did the first three seasons. And after the wow. first three seasons, I continued writing uh, and producing the uh, trailers and the home video yeah. music. And right. so mm-hmm. all in all, I started working on Barney about 1989 and wow. through 1999. So it was about 10, 10 years. years. Wow. While that was going on, I was also still writing for commercials, doing yeah. stuff for American Airlines, U.S. Air Force, uh, a lot of curriculum publishers, um, doing that kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, just it was a lot of work and we were having a lot of fun. Uh, did a lot of work in uh, uh, Christian children stuff. Wow. Uh, I got uh, with the Barney stuff. I got a, a Grammy nomination, a couple of multi-platinum albums, and then on the Christian side, yeah. I, I got uh, four uh, Dove nominations, and wow. it was one of the wow. biggest children's uh, producers ever. Yeah, and then I, uh, after two thousand, I started my own uh, kids boutique uh, uh, Christian label. It's sold only on the internet directly to churches. I've been doing that for a long time. Wow. Uh, but it seems like every 10 years I kind of change careers. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm <laughs> writing stuff yeah. for symphony orchestras. Oh, wow. Because, wow. because I, I always wow. wanted to do that. You know? That's big. It's, yeah. great, cool. it's great working with the people and the players. And it's much different than working in the studio. So last it. month. I let's see. I've got nine different symphonies that are performing a concert that I wrote for families this oh, wow. season, and wow. I, another uh, symphony has contacted me about writing s- something for them for next season. And and in all during all that, I, I moved, which is really disruptive. Yeah. Uh, wow, that, wow! So now I'm I'm pretty much set. Uh, let's see if you can see. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. That is cool. That is really cool. Yeah. That's great. Do too much. But it's, it's awesome. just uh, it's a composing room. And let's see if you can see this. I'm out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I'm out in a forest. And it's <laughs> quiet. And uh, so I'm, wow. I'm just uh, writing and talking the symphonies now and uh, still running my kids uh, record label and uh, taking a real job. So that's where <laughs> I am. That's what I've done. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, that's that's awesome. great. It's crazy to think awesome. that Barney's still going to this day. It's just started way back then. It, yeah. it is. It really is. We, yeah. I mean, we had no idea. Yeah. You didn't, <clears throat> you didn't have no idea and it's still huge. We thought, <laughs> uh, you know, I, Everybody on the crew, there was yeah. a lot of television production going on around in the area. Yeah. And there was a lot of, you know, you do one or two videos for somebody and then you'd move on to the next project. Mm -hmm. And the Barney stuff mm -hmm. just kept coming. And then, you know, then it landed on, on PBS. Yeah. And uh, we went, wow, this is great. And then we got canceled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. we... Yep. Every you know we had a rap party and everybody had punch and cookies and slapped everybody on the back and said that's great uh, and we all tried to move on to the next thing and uh, we found out a few months later that it was going to be coming back so yeah, it was it was a real surprise yeah. to us yeah uh, nobody expected it to be something with this kind of uh, legs but you know something that big you only figure it out looking back mm -hmm. you, you never look forward and go oh well this is going to be the biggest thing ever and it's going to you know that doesn't happen yeah right. you never really know what's happening until it happens yeah yeah well it, sure. until just after it happens because yeah. it happens and then you look back and you would go yeah well that was kind of cool wasn't it you know but yeah. at the time you're just <laughs> you're just trying to work through it yeah Definitely. It, it, it's crazy to think it's still wearing in other countries. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, when they told uh, the first thing we saw, we saw some Spanish language translations yeah. of home videos. Yeah, yeah and those were the that. first Agreed. ones. Agreed. And yeah. they really, the first ones, were, they weren't very good. They were yeah. really no. translations that their characters and stuff like that <laughs> because it was, it was a new product yeah. and. You know, it hadn't been on, on TV or anything. And then so the co-productions, like the Korean ones and the mm -hmm. Hebrew ones. Oh, yeah. 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 Those, were, those oh. were pretty good. I mean, they, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. the production oh, yeah. company could set some standards for those, but the initial Spanish stuff, they just kind of shipped them the video, and then they shipped back the soundtrack. Yeah. And, it, mm -hmm. and, and yeah. when they arrived, everybody kind of went, huh. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we... <laughs> Going to do something better. So, but that's, I mean, they were just starting out. Everybody was just feeling their way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You know, surprising. Yeah. So, we, ta so we talked, you know, a bit about how you became a music director for Barney, how you started working for Barney. But, like, uh, what, like, what got you uh, interested in, like, you know, music directing? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I enjoyed writing music. I mean, since I was a kid in school, uh, you know, even in, in high school, I was writing stuff for the jazz yeah. band and garage bands and my friends. And, and, I, and I knew I wanted to compose. Yeah. And so I went to a university, uh, second largest music school in the U.S., went from California wow. to, to Texas. Wow. And... Uh, you know, just to learn more how to write. And, uh, and, uh, when I, when I finished up, uh, my work at the university, I was yeah. getting involved in recording because there was a lot of recording going on. Wow. And, uh, and I was doing the technical side. I was engineering. Um, I was, wow. you know, sliding the faders and putting the microphones in front of people. And it was oh, a wow. blast. I love the technical side, but, uh, you know, as, as projects would go along, I'd go, uh, Hey, you need any, uh, you know, string parts written for this or something yeah. like that. And so I kind of mm -hmm. built that. And then I had a client, uh, from St. Louis that want had a 
children's songbook that had like 110 songs on it. Wow. And, and I thought, well, that's, that's, that's kind of, I could do something like that. And so I, mm -hmm. I just got a bunch of kids from my church and I sequenced some stuff and yeah. put it down. And, you know, and my first project had like 110 songs that I had to record. Wow. And, and wow. I that's enjoyed crazy. working with the kids so much. It was yeah. a blast. I bet. So I kind of got known for doing kid stuff, but I was still, you know, writing uh, music for jingles for, you know, like I said, major airlines for, Martyrs you know, yeah. 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 governor's campaigns. And, and uh, you know, I had a country label that I was writing stuff for and, and just a bunch of stuff. But, yeah. but the kid stuff was always the most fun because I think I'm a little ADD. And, I, yeah. you know, I don't settle. I'm not so good on settling in on one particular style for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and kids were just so much more fun to work with than grownups a lot of times. About... Yes. Because it's, it's sure. like you want to work for kids, boom, they, they go crazy and stuff. And then I, the, the reason Barney's still around to this day. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. you know, the kids, the kids really weren't. The kids were wonderful because yeah. um, they were really motivated to do things right. Yeah. And uh, adults, a lot of times, are motivated just to make themselves look good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not all grownups are that way, but, <laughs> yeah. but the kids were just painfully <laughs> honest. It was really great because an, yeah. an adult might go, Oh, Bob, that's great. I love you. You're beautiful. I love you. And but a kid, will, <laughs> a kid will tell you, I didn't like that. And that honesty is is much better. I mean, if you knew exactly how people actually feel about it, you can improve things. You can do it better. So yeah. I love yeah. working with kids. I had an agent in Hollywood. I was, uh, you know, I was, I was supposed to be the music director on uh, Muppets in Space. Oh, wow. Uh, there oh, wow. was uh, that you know, is cool. yeah. Disney bottom. Wow. And, but the music business is crazy. I mean, uh, and, and you have to you have to have a fairly thick skin. Yeah. Uh, a sure yeah. thing in the music business means you have maybe a one in 10 chance of it actually happening. Wow. So that's one thing that made Barney so unusual. Yeah. Was that it just kept happening. It uh, did. But, but I think it was because it was very honest uh, about how it treated kids. Yeah. Yes. It definitely sure. is. Yeah. So who were, who were some of your inspirations? Wow. My, uh, so you many. know, I liked when I was a kid, one of the things that I listened to the most on, on the, record player in mm -hmm. my bedroom was uh if you've ever seen fantasia that the sorcerer's apprentice where mickey mouse is doing yeah. the thing with the yeah. broom and the buckets and everything like that yeah i, I mean i remember when i was Love like it. eight or nine years old wearing that record out Wow. But I also love oh, wow. my parents loved a lot of kinds of music. So there was this guy named Spike Jones. Yeah. Who oh, just yeah. did yeah, hilarious yes. stuff. Yeah. And he and, and he had this band and they'd go and they'd play really fast and they'd hit cowbells and, and do, you know, horns yeah. and, and stuff. Yeah. And it was just hilarious stuff. And I loved uh, Spike Jones. And then I got into to jazz. And yeah. with jazz, jazz is like, you know, there's this kind of jazz and that kind of jazz. There's bebop jazz and there's big gang jazz. And so that was that spread things out even more. And, <laughs> yeah. and where I grew up yeah. in California, yeah. there was, uh, you know, playing in clubs around me where where people like the Doobie Brothers and Carlos Santana and, you know, all these wonderful, wonderful bands. So I had just this 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 mishmash of musical influence and i loved them all and I, yeah i never got to the point where i went well i just like this kind of music i just mm -hmm. figured out right. what was good about every kind of music so mm -hmm. it all had an influence on me and uh you know there's songwriters i love 
Paul Simon, oh, yeah. Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Just, yeah, of course. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's They're just other so good. writers that just are just, they, they take me to another place. And that's what I always try to do with the music is, you know, go beyond the four walls so that when you listen yeah. to it, you feel things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What's your thoughts that Barney turns 30 this year? Well, uh, n- like well, said, Barney and friends, nobody yeah. thought yeah, Barney and friends yeah. at, at the time, you know, nobody thought that it had last more than the first three videos. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. It'll never happen again like that. Uh, no, it was, a, it yeah. was an unusual time. Uh, exactly. We only had, we had, uh, you know, there was the three big networks. Yeah. And That's there right. was PBS. Yeah. And at the time, there yeah. was Nickelodeon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nickelodeon was just playing. They were playing yeah. uh, cartoons. It wasn't too, too like big Eastern in that time. Yeah. 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 Really, really, yeah. They, they didn't even have dialogue on some of the stuff. Yeah. So, wow. uh, so to get on PBS, you know, that was a huge deal. And, yeah. and, and we were kind of amazed by it. But, you know, at the end of the first year when we were canceled and we kind of went, oh, okay, well, that's, that's how television works. Let's go on to the next thing. And at, the time, yeah. P- and at, yeah. and at that time, PBS didn't have nearly as much uh, children's shows yeah. as it oh, does yeah. these Sesame days. Because it's probably the only main one. Yeah. There was Sesame Street, <laughs> Mr. Rogers, and yeah, Reading Rainbow. Yeah. Those, but at, yeah. the time, at the time, those that's all you could get. Yeah. Except for Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, yeah. PBS was at that time the the pinnacle. Yeah. But uh, but Barney kind of got grief from PBS during that first year because uh, PBS's children's programming people thought everybody under the age you know twelve and under was a kid, and that was yeah. their market. And they didn't you know they Barney was for like kids five and under. It was like for a kid yeah. in a car seat. And so kids change from, you know, preschool and then there's early elementary and then there's later elementary. But at that time, television went, well, you know, to kid, how, you know, just write some music for kids. And yeah. we really, uh, one of the things they told us to do, uh, the production uh, heads was think of a kid in a car seat and exactly do what you do for that child. Mm-hmm. And it made a difference. So it was wow. it was a big deal. But we didn't know that, you know, we didn't think we were Mr. Rogers. We didn't think we were Sesame Street. Yeah, mm-hmm. We just thought you just doing your own way. Yeah, we, we did our thing. We were, you know, out here. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought, oh, they're out in the tumbleweeds and the oil wells in Texas. Nobody's going to yeah. pay attention to them. <laughs> and and we were fine with that. We yeah. were we were busy doing other stuff, so yeah, it's it's a surprise. But gosh, what a great surprise, huh? Thanks to Larry Rifkin. Yeah, I mean, sure. Barney wouldn't be on TV without him. You know, there's a lot of little steps along the way that 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 good things happened yeah. that that we're mm. grateful for. Uh, yes, they, they almost they almost went out of business. The story that I heard uh, with the first few home videos because. They they talked uh, Toys R Us into buying yeah. like ninety thousand units. Wow! Wow! wow. Toys R Us and and nobody knew about Barney, so nobody bought him. So after like yeah. three months, Toys R Us called back and said, uh, "Okay, we're we're sending back the videos." Yeah, and, and they were like, "Ah, we can't. Yeah. We pay." You know, I mean, that was that would have been a <laughs> disaster. Uh, but uh, the company that you know was the parent company at Lions, and then the people who owned Lions, they were an early childhood development company, yeah. and uh-huh. so they had the email, they had the street addresses of every preschool in America, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and so they they targeted, they did target mailing. This wasn't easy in those days. They did targeted mailing and sent a free video to every. Um, uh, preschool that was within a certain radius of of uh, a Toys R Us. Oh wow! So that they, and and they took a free video and they played it. Then the kids said, "I want Barney." And every time they walked into Toys R Us in those days, you walked past the video display. Yeah, 
and mm-hmm. yeah. and they'd see a Barney, and the kids would would demand Barney, and so that saved them. They they yeah. uh, uh, Toys R Us didn't demand to send things back. Barney started getting sold, and it moved on. And there was just little little steps like that all along the way that that kept yeah. it going. Like the whole story with Larry, his daughter Lenora found. I don't remember back what game it was, but it was at Blockbuster. And then next thing you know, he goes to PBS, and we get Barney on TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to meet Larry Rifkin. He was a really nice man, yeah. and yeah, it was just one of those things. The kids were. I think it was Thanksgiving. They put the kids in another room with with Barney videos and. He walked in and the kids were enraptured by it and he and he had to find out what it was. So they and it's interesting, they were in Connecticut. Larry was, you know, with Connecticut Public Television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Public Television was not interested at all. They I mean, you know, they they sent the video to, to everybody because yeah. you had to have a sponsoring station, sponsoring organization within PBS mm-hmm. to get on. And Dallas wasn't interested. Um, not that there were bad people. I mean, they introduced mm-hmm. uh, Monty Python to the world, but oh, wow. they didn't. Uh, they didn't get Barney, but Larry did, and Connecticut Public go. Television did, and we we got we stayed on the air. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Definitely. And I must tell you, I'm out here in in the. Uh, in the forest and we're having a thunderstorm and oh. if i if we lose power we don't usually lose power or internet but if it happens it's just you know yeah I'm oh, yeah. The yeah yeah that's fine. yeah that's now, how about you ask we the next it. question all right. julius even julius how about you ask yeah. okay i'll ask the next question with pleasure uh um, julius have a chance yeah oh, julius shucks. i don't think yeah oh shucks um <laughs> Do you, do you have any fun memories you remember from all these years with Barney? Any specific from memories? Yeah. Uh, well, there was uh, an outtake with uh, with Ricky. Uh, oh. Oh. Ricky Carter. Yeah, yeah Ricky Carter. Wow. And there was Wait, Derek. And, and, I, yeah, and, and I'll, uh, let me just say this. One funny thing is um, I have I have difficulty remembering names. I have, it's called dysnomia, yeah. which is yeah. just, you know, you see somebody yeah. and it's, you know, it's my second child and I <laughs> can't remember their name. So that's, so I, <laughs> when I was doing Barney, I had, every kid had two names, you know, there was yeah. their character yeah. name and then there was their real name. Mm-hmm. And I had yeah. a hard time remembering, you know, either one, but, but anyway, with Ricky one time, <laughs> Uh, I forget which episode it was. Uh, They're in the schoolroom, and they had a, a gerbil or a hamster. Oh, uh, like Barney! Oh, his name's oh, Zippy. Yes, and Ricky's Ricky's holding Zippity. Yeah, and, and, yeah. You know, petting yeah. Him and then Zippity just takes a chunk out of out of his hand. And he just <laughs> bites into his hand, and and he oh. goes. <laughs> like this, and, and tosses the gerbil about ten feet. I mean, he didn't throw it. Oh, he just kind of goes, <laughs> and, and he yells, "Dog foot!" And, it. and, and of course, oh my god, we need to see this. They're, they're oh, trying no. to get the, the oh, no. or the hamster because they they've got to retake the thing. Yeah, <laughs> so they were they've got to have rolling. a real one. Uh, so that was that was uh, really funny. They were rolling. They were they were rolling. I think it's on an outtake oh, reel somewhere. We need it somewhere. Oh, uh, that, that's we need that's that, hilarious. We need that's, oh my gosh, that's amazing. We that's need amazing. Because Bob, I'm not sure if you know this, but the later years, somebody released Barney outtakes from the yeah. Season. It was like yeah. well, season yeah, mostly from six. season four for sex. Yeah. yeah, mostly season six. So, so whoever is in charge of that, let's hope you find that mm. outtake. I want to see this. Well, that's uh, oh my gosh, that, all those assets. I know there was that. That at the rap party, uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure that McKee, the editor, put together an outtakes reel. And yeah, that may yeah, be on that, but I've I've no idea uh, where those assets yeah. went. Hmm. Uh, so, so what was your 
What was the what was um, your favorite Barney song that you wrote? Because I because I have one. I have a favorite that you wrote. I have so many. Uh, well, I was you know, I was really fortunate to be able to to write some of them because yeah. I was doing so much arranging. Uh, you know, there really wasn't a second that wasn't didn't have music. So yeah. uh, I was I, I was really glad when I got to write. Although yeah. uh, Phil Parker wrote yeah. a whole bunch wrote, of the stuff, a lot of the songs. Yeah, oh, Phil. Yeah. And Phil was he was just he was great. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's a little scary. He, yeah. he was you know Kathy Parker was one of the producers was, the, was like the co-creator. Yeah, yep. and 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 it's always a little dangerous. You know, I'd I'd work with advertising agencies and and places where they go, hey, my sister-in-law writes. She's just got these great ideas. And then I have to collaborate with somebody who has no idea what they're doing, but because somebody else is paying the check, I have to work with them. So it's, it, it's always a little bit scary when somebody says, my husband, my nephew, yeah. some relative is yeah. going to do this. Uh, yeah, man, Phil, Phil knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had so much fun working on that. And we we're still friends. I mean, yeah. we still, there you and, go. And, after wow. Barney, I produced some stuff for him. He wrote some more songs. Uh, yeah. Nice. Projects. But anyway, uh, my favorite songs, um, the, you know, that, okay, that, that's like saying, what's your favorite child? They're yeah. all my favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I like the s'mores. That's a good song. I have two favorites. That one, that one and that's hold one. Hold on, which one? Which one I missed? S'mores songs. Yeah, Boys. that was one of my favorites. That's what an I, island. I is. love the s'more song. I, yeah. I feel like s'more song and uh, three bears rap. The three bears rap. Three bears uh, rap. Okay. Yes, the three I bears got, rap I, the other day. I have a funny story. Oh, so oh, I have wow. a music channel. Me and Jakey actually covered the three bears rap together. It's oh, on boy. my music channel. Music is more. <laughs> oh boy, it was, it was funny. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, was that. They said, "Hey, we we need to do." Um, we need to do the three bears story, but we want to sing it, but we don't have much time. So I had yeah. to mm. figure out how to get it in. It's like only a minute and a half, two minutes long. You yeah. know, how, do I, how do I get the whole uh, three bears in, into that? And, and I love the challenges. Yeah, that, those were fun ones for sure. So here's yeah. the question. I'm kind of curious about this. I know fans are dying to know. I don't know if you know. Was it true that Bob West voiced all three of them in that song? Because I heard that there was a, that Bob West voiced all three of them, aka the Bear Gold. Okay, the bears. Yeah, yeah, all the bears. Oh, all about. the bears. No, I, uh, I'm pretty sure that the on camera kids did it. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, the bears? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, yeah. they were, uh, they, this is, you know, a lot of this runs together. I did hundreds and hundreds of songs. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I think the on-camera kids were doing, I think I'll do some porridge, you know, we're doing the three different kids. I don't think mm -hmm. Bob was involved in that. We, at that time, we, we pretty much, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that would have been the on-camera kids. Whenever, wow. Here was the rule. If there was one or two on-camera kids singing, it was those kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if, there was a if there was, three or more we used my uh my group of uh yeah. of studio singers mm -hmm. simply because uh they were trained to sing along together you know and move along <laughs> together where the right. on-camera kids were trained yeah. to act and dance and stuff like that yeah. and, and mostly sing on their own all three yeah. yeah so i think it was on-camera kids doing wow. that i think so this um, this is another question. I, I I've heard about this. I don't know if it's true or not. Was there any canceled Becker game videos? Because I know there's a, a Instagram page that put out there was a canceled Mother Goose video, hmm. where he goes like Mother Goose's land or something like that. And then there was another one. That probably oh. wouldn't be a question for Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's not... he just a musical. He was just a musical. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the creator. Yeah, yeah I, I did. You know, I might if if it was, I didn't hear about it. Cheryl or Dennis would probably know more about Cheryl that. Cheryl Dennis, please answer this. I'm dying to know. <laughs> uh, I'll just, yeah. you know, I just, I'll, there's a yeah. lot of stuff. People think that because I was writing all this music that that I was there doing it. Now, I was yeah. somewhere no. else. Yeah, you were I somewhere else. miles away. And uh, Do you uh, ever go to the set, though? Pardon me? 
Did you go to the set a lot? Oh, or? yeah. Oh, yeah. There was at least twice. I was at the set usually at least twice a week. We'd have oh. uh, production meetings. I'd always uh, attend uh, the read-through, and we'd, we'd have script meetings. And I would bring in uh, you know, uh, demos of what the song was going to be like. Mm-hmm. And so the people could, you know, raise objections. Well, uh, that's too fast to dance to and that kind of stuff. And I'd take notes. But yeah, I was on the set usually at least twice a week. Um, but I was during the, the series, during all three seasons, uh, I was working on six shows at the same time. Wow. Uh, all the way through the wow. season. I mean, oh, wow. I, I was I was either reading a new script, I was marking up the script, making uh, um, demos. I was attending meetings where we changed the script, and I had to then revise mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I had to record the characters. I had to record uh, my uh, the on camera kids. I had to yeah. record my studio kids. Uh, I had to turn in uh, what (laughs) was called playback tapes, which was what they would sing to and, and, you know, lip sync to, and they would use those. And then I would have to get it all mixed Mm -hmm. and then turn that into the post-production people uh, on the songs. And then I'd get a video uh, uh, where I would write all the background music you know, mm. everything between the songs, which was wall to wall. And yeah. so I was working on, mm. on six shows all at the same time, all week long. Wow. I, I wow. had, some, That's had some, crazy. some great help though. Busy uh, schedule for, uh, for, for, for yeah. show. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you have to get into this routine. Yeah. And I had a, exactly. an assistant music director, Larry Heron. I yeah. had, uh, and he was doing arrangements. He, he arranged a lot of Phil's songs and him and Phil would get oh, wow. together. And then I had another guy down in Houston named Fletch Wiley who I'd send him stuff and he'd send me MIDI files that I could open up and then doctor his arrangements. Yes. And I had a, an engineer who was doing a lot of the, the pre-mixes and then mixing songs. And, uh, you know, I had this one person who all, all she did was take care of kids when they came into the studio. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just had a lot of people who were helping me, uh, but it was a lot of work, you know, looking back on it, I was, I was doing 20 hour days, yeah. six days a week. And I was living on Advil, M&Ms and coffee. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do that again. And that was, a, that was a lot of work. Would you? Okay, I was going to say that was never mind. I was going to say if it came back because Barney, there's always rumors about him coming back. Would you return for it? But that was the question. I don't well, know if he wants to go to the know, Advil, M and M's, and coffee again. Now, uh, the way the production methods that we used then, yeah, uh, you know, now we look back. Oh, how did we? How did we get anything done? How but, do we write right. this song or something? Uh, right. We were doing audio video sync. We were doing technology stuff. That yep. was ahead of what they were doing in LA and New York, simply yeah. because nobody was telling us we couldn't do it. I mean, every yeah. you know, the the te- technology that I had wired up in my studio was was pretty space age. Well, now yeah. it's I can I you know I I had that studio insured for like half a million dollars or something, all the gear that was in it. But now I can I can do that on a Mac laptop, and it comes with the software, you know, wow. included. Okay. So I think it would be done. It, it would definitely be done differently now, just production wise, you know, the steps, but musically, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there's some guiding principles that I would keep the same. So yeah, if, the, if they called me up and particularly if they said, yeah, we're, we're going to do this for kids. And, yeah. and we, uh, I, I definitely talk to them. I mean, I'm, I'm still working. Anyway, Chris, what's the next question? So question I have is, um, so since you mentioned that you still talk to, uh, to, um, Phil. Phil, is there anyone from any friends that you still uh, keep in touch with? Oh yeah. Uh, Steve White. Yeah. Nice. Uh, wonderful writer. Wonderful uh, writer. Oh, yeah. he, he, sure. Just a wonderful human being. I mean, we, we, the time we spent in New York city yes. uh, was just, amazing because we were 
it, you know, it was a lot of work and he was killing himself on the, on the, on the script. And we were trying to put on a show. Uh, so we were together, like we got up in the morning and met at the, at the elevator in the hotel and went to breakfast and then worked all day. And, and being around Steve, Steve is such a funny, funny man yeah. that yes. our sides hurt from laughing because just in normal conversation, he, he could, he could be so funny. So over the yeah. years, uh, since Barney, uh, we've worked on, on several projects. Uh, nice. uh he was my co-writer on the stuff that we demoed for, uh, uh, Muppets in space. Uh, we did oh, a thing wow. for new world entertainment, uh, called, uh, the party town twins. And, and, and he's just, he's just one of my, great lyrical go-tos and idea people as a matter of fact he he wrote the uh, dialogue for the symphony concert that was being performed all over this year and uh, wow. and so we uh, yeah i keep up with with steve uh i'm still friends with nearly everybody, everybody. that i that i worked with on the show nice um, that's awesome there you know there's uh, the the production people, David Booth and, and, you know, the people who worked in audio, of course, I was very, very close to them. Uh, a lot of the, the video people, uh, McKee Smith, who was the, the editor, uh, there's a couple other editors. And of course my, the names kind of flitting out of my brain. But yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. We're still, we're still friends, but uh, Mark Bernthal, hang yes. Mark every chance yes. I can. He's just Wonderful. this brilliant, gentle, we have to get wonderful him. human. Um, but I think I've, I've done the most with Steve what? just because uh, he's, he's brilliant and I yes. laugh so hard. Yeah. He is. We're definitely having him on in the future. And I know just recently, cause I think yeah. he mentioned it on his Facebook, he lost his wife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's it's, that's it's been a tough time. Yeah. There. Very yeah. tough time. Indeed. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Matt, ask the question that Jakey did not write down that we started asking the Barney people. You had one job, Jakey. <laughs> Jakey, you're not writing the questions. Uh, it's, it's, why, it's why the rest of us write the questions. Anyway. <laughs> no, uh, you, had, you, had, you had mentioned like the, uh, the going back and recording oh, the, stu yeah. the studio kids and the, in the kids on the show. What, what was the biggest challenge out of all that for for you writing for songs and not so for Barney. That's a great question. What was the biggest challenge? Um, I think the biggest challenge was just do the, to do the next thing. Wow. It was, it was like, um, yeah, you know, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when oh, yeah. Indiana Jones it starts out and he's looking behind and that huge rock is rolling towards him and he's very iconic scene. Yeah. That's kind of what how it felt. It felt wow. like the you know if yeah. if we if we had a misstep in music, mm -hmm. it it tripped you know Penny and choreography. Yes. It, it messed up the directing and staging how they were going to do it. Uh, I mean there was just this domino thing. Uh, we never did. We always we always hit our marks, and I'm I'm grateful for that. But that the biggest challenge w was just doing the next thing. And along yeah. the way, it would be like, uh, okay, we need a campfire song about s'mores. Yeah. Okay, I'll have mm -hmm. it for you tomorrow. There you go. And, and literally, <laughs> we would you know I I would write songs in a morning or an afternoon, and I would do morning afternoon, and on some of the shows. Uh, it, it was like that. Uh, I would do arrangements of songs, public domain stuff. Mm -hmm. I yeah. would map out, uh, you know, I already the lyrics and melody, but I had to figure out if it was going to be fast, slow, medium. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if it was for this yeah. character yeah. or that character, I had to think about those things. I'd do three, four, five songs in a day. Wow. Uh, wow. And, and it was just, uh, because that's what had to be done. I didn't think about it being hard or, or easy. The, the hardest thing was just, yeah. just getting it to the people on time. And, uh -huh. you know, before we had file transfers, I mean, we were 
you know, I'd drop off a cassette master at a duplicating place on my way home through a mail slot and somebody would come in at six in the morning and make duplication masters yeah. and hand that to FedEx or to a delivery service. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, those kinds of things. And we just had to, you know, get, keep that, yeah. that cadence going. Uh, exactly. But we never thought about, you know, what yeah. was hard. We just thought about what do I have to do next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I'm surprised nobody mentioned the mail song when one, one of the favorite songs because that's another. Oh, the mail song. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite songs. That was a good one. Yeah, you they know? brought it back after you left, which is cool. Really? Which is, yeah, it's it cool, did yeah. Like episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. There's, there's just so many songs, and, and the way, you know, there's. Uh, some of the songs are covered by one kind of a contract. Some of them get paid uh, different ways. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not living uh, the life of Riley on, on royalties or anything like that. Yeah. But there are yeah. some, uh, there are some ways that, that I get an indication that it's being used somewhere. And, you know, I'll get 15 pages of printouts yeah. for fractions of a cent per page and uh and then so i don't i don't right. look through all of them and we're gonna feel stupid for not mentioning this one that's what an island is we did oh we mentioned that a little bit yeah that's one that of my, was a, a good one and well that yeah, was one of my favorites steve white wrote most of that and i can i co-wrote with him uh there's a couple of things that we had to change to get it into range and make it easy to sing and stuff like that but that was I, i'm pretty sure that was mostly steve and Steve oh, wow. was a talented musician. He played in a rock band in high school and stuff. And, oh, wow. I and, know that. And, that's awesome. Uh, so he was, uh, that's why his lyrics were always so good, because he already had, you know, he understood how things went and, and right. went together. Here, here's a fun story about Steve once. Um, I got, yeah. a, a, I got a, a phone message from my agent in L.A. Uh, once that uh, they needed a song and it turned out it was for they were soliciting people to write music for uh this new show called king of the hill oh which, wow oh, oh yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so i got uh, my my agent <laughs> left left a message on my phone and us and she said but we need it here tomorrow which really wasn't that big a deal because you know fedex would get it there faster than people could drive around la it was mm-hmm. it was so I, uh, I uh, called Steve and he said, man, I've only got 45 minutes. I got to go pick up my brother at the airport. I said, well, uh, I've already kind of mapped out some stuff because they gave me some, some instructions about how they wanted it to sound, which is not how the TV show ended up at all. But that's not typical. Right. I mean, that's, that's the usual. One. So mm-hmm. uh, I recorded something onto his message machine, a little music thing. And in 30 minutes, he sent me back the lyrics, uh, which he needed to do because I'd already called the singer before I wrote the thing and said, can you be here at 1030 in the morning? I'm going to have a track for you to sing on. And I hadn't written a note and we didn't have any lyrics. But Steve, before he went out to the airport to pick up his brother, you know, he had he had the lyrics and they were great. Wow! Uh, yes, uh, and and that's just really good writers are like that. And, but Steve, um, he's amazing. He's he's yes. and it's his mind works differently than other humans in a wonderful <laughs> way. And I, I think bet. and I think I can say this: like out of all of the kids shows out there. I think Barney truly had like some of the best writers and songwriters. Yeah. Cause I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was, it was very special. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I can't speak for, for all time, but, uh, it's, uh, they always cared about kids. Yeah. And, that, and I didn't always get the sense in, in other some other shows that mm-hmm. that they were I, I it seemed like they were trying to impress other grown-ups more than they were trying yeah. to impress kids and i think that's why the barney music worked so well and why people you know identified with it was it was written for them and mm-hmm. not for 
some executive, you know, to make him happy. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yes. Jake, ask my next question. It's been a All right. Well, you know, cause, you know, for so for for you being being music, music director for for you know, for buying franchise for ten years, what does that like feeling on you that you know just being part of the buying franchise? Uh, I I feel really fortunate yeah. because uh, you know, so much in the music business is uh, so much has to come together for something to happen right. Let, let me give you yeah. an example. Uh, like I, I worked in records, I've worked in television, I've dabbled in movies, I've worked in games and stuff like that. And, and really the big question is, how does anything get made? Because there are so many moving parts and so many things that have to fall into place at the right time. Uh, you know, yeah. if I was pitching uh, a recording artist to a record label, which I only did two or three times because it was it's it's so hard. You have to be at the right record label with the right artist who has the right sound that the record company thinks they can sell and that they don't have too many artists at the time and that they're making enough money to to sell a new artist and they have room in their schedule to release it and they don't have anybody else like that artist but they don't have anybody else that's really too much different you know all these pieces have to fall in place well in television mm -hmm. it was that's magnified i mean you we didn't have 500 cable channels you know satellite channels we yeah. just had you know three networks and pbs and that was yeah. it and, mm -hmm. and it just had to land at larry rifkin's you know blockbuster on thanksgiving and and it had to you know resonate with the uh uh the th all the tv stations and and all that stuff so i i just look back at it and and i kind of look and wonder it's like how how did that come together it was really a great thing that it did i bet well it's just yes. you know in, in in this business it's 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 a crazy business and and i you know you know i've done christian stuff uh they it's yep. just uh, to me uh i i look back and i can see god's kind of fingerprints on it and, you know getting us through and i and i'm just really grateful there's a lot of stuff that i've done that i thought was really going to go well the you know getting uh doing the stuff for the muppets and some other yeah. things like called in a couple of times but it, it never worked and 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 i'm grateful for that too uh you know right good things happen both ways you know if i'd gotten tied up in that it could have been a, a terrible mess uh disney took over the muppets during uh as they were developing uh muppets from space and that you know could have been a, a bad thing so i'm grateful looking back and thinking wow i had 10 years that in in hollywood that's forever you know most tv shows don't last that long uh got a couple of friends who've written for uh you know tv shows for a long yeah. 10 uh two and a half men uh a buddy of mine writes the music for that and wow. you know that's been on a long time but most things 10 years longer than that that's that's forever they they go through three mm -hmm. music directors in that period of time mm -hmm. yes yeah, so we talked about this. We talked a little bit about this earlier. Do you have? Uh, is there any uh, memorabilia from Barney that you still have that you want to show? Like some VHS. Oh that gosh, no, I, I would like to, uh, but I, it's like I said, it's it's in boxes. Yeah, <laughs> it's still. I, I have stuff I duct tape. Or, or here's yeah. a better question: What type of things do you have? Well, I've, got, uh, I've yeah. got. Like the crew jacket and some of the yeah. shirts and hats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. I, but what I what I have the most of is I have every script, every um, and, and they're my scripts. In other words, I would go through every script and Mark and say, "I need this kind of music here, this kind of you know." Yeah. There'd be production meetings, mm -hmm. so they have all my yeah. notes. It also has the uh, the uh, demo that we sent out for everybody to learn their songs every every song every uh we would i would have my assistant music director larry heron 
would sing the song mm -hmm. and we'd have the basic arrangement and we'd put that on a cassette and give that out to the on-camera people and my kids chorus so that they could learn the song so that when they came to the studio they were prepared and i've got the master cassette to all those for every huh. show and every home video wow. that i have wow. that, that's, wow. that's a big that's, that's a big pile of boxes i bet yeah i can't imagine a lot, can't of imagine. A lot of episodes a lot of episodes a lot of episodes videos. a lot of videos well oh, yeah. yeah the in the first mm -hmm. season uh, uh there was one episode I forget which one it was. We did uh, the land of make believe or something like that. Uh, whenever they, oh yeah, whenever, the queen will make believe. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Whenever yes. we change a script, uh, if there's a script change, you know, uh, we get a different colored page, so we know that it's an updated page. And we, there would be, I think we had fourteen different colors, something like that, wow. so that we'd know. And that they would go through that many changes in the script and we would replace page and stuff. But there was uh, the the last update page uh, color was, we called it blood red. Because if we were making change, 14 changes on a script, it was really bleeding. And it, and it made it to blood red and then started over again <laughs> it wow. was there was oh, well, we were learning no. we, we were learning how to make a tv show and on yeah. that one there was a, a miscalculation on time and they finished it and they went we're like two minutes short well oh. let's sing oh, no. that song again and so i think we, <laughs> yeah. we did the, uh, the song twice uh you know, there's it's it's really interesting the the changes that these things went through, but everybody works so hard. I bet it's so hard to make mm -hmm. them right. Mm -hmm. So I've got all those, uh, like I said, hat jackets, uh, uh, some posters. Uh, oh, I have a Barney. At one time, we were we were uh, talking to. Uh, uh, Want to make sure I'm not taking you too long. We we're talking to Texas instruments about a talking barney oh wow and wow. so oh, wow. they gave me uh, 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 a prototype of it i was supposed to figure out about how to make some kind of a, a music file uh that would that would work on it so they gave me another talking barney that i performed surgery on and ripped the guts out electronically and then hooked up some other wires to it so i could hear the speaker you know what this sounded like through that speaker and mm -hmm. so i've got i've got that you know emergency room barney still wow. pieces somewhere and i have uh one big barney plush that whenever you know professor tinkerpot or people yeah in the studio i had them sign it oh wow oh nice nice that's awesome nice. so is there any advice you'd like to give to people who want to get into or want to become music directors or whatever? Yeah. Are, the main thing is, yeah. Uh, do what it is that you want to do. If you want to be a songwriter, then start writing songs and get around other people who are doing the things that you want to do. If you want to write mm -hmm. songs and get around other songwriters, if you want to work in television, then get around other people who want to work in television and, and you're going to start off, you know, working with people who haven't done that much, but everybody progresses. And so stay friends with those people, yeah. be around the people that are doing what you want to do and, yeah. and persevere. I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think I'm that great a writer, but I always showed up and I persevered. You do what you gotta do. We, we, yep. we ideas prefer, you know. Yeah. 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 So, do you have any words for your uh, words to say to your fans, fans of your work well, on Barney or, or whatever? Now, uh, yeah. it's it's strange. To, first of all, to think about that, I have fans because everything yeah, that I did was wasn't other than uh, Radio City was an isolation. Yeah, you did that in a room with no windows. And I didn't interact with people. And so I really haven't met that many fans. Uh, I'm very, very grateful to know that I've done something that made some people's lives better. That's, yes. uh, 
uh, that it, when I hear about that, it's it touches me deeply. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Also, I want to point this out that that was live in New York City that he did. Yeah, yes, live. Awesome. Yes, live in New York that's City. A good video. Wonderful video. Yes, uh, th- that there were so video. many experiences in that. That that could fill a book. <laughs> Lots right of people there. Uh, that, that, that's another. That's another episode. If you want to come back and talk about, yeah, well, well, that's all. In the for me, would, would you come back? It was. I, I would. For me, yeah. it was longer than just nice. that because immediately following, no, Im- immediately preceding that yeah. was the Grammys. Oh yeah, mm, oh, yeah. I was nominated yes. for a Grammy that yes. year, and wow. it was at Radio City Music Hall. And oh, so wow. I, wow. I went straight from one to the next. And so it was an extraordinary experience. And Barney sold out, didn't it? Yes. Uh, 12 shows. Yes. So. Yeah. They, 12 shows. they sold out 12 shows. And the story was, this was before the internet. This was with dialing up. They, up. they sold out four. Sh- uh, they sold out 12 shows in about 45 minutes. Just wow. using the phone. Oh, my God. The only Unbelievable. That, that is. That's way it shorter than I thought. That many shows uh, faster than Barney was U2. Oh, wow. And, oh, yeah. And, and and it was just by fractions. God. Wow. That's, that's phenomenal. That's and, and cool. it was how popular Barney was. Yeah. 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 And that show was never right rehearsed anyway. That which is crazy because they never rehearsed that show and then they went and did yeah. it. Boom! Well, I, I <laughs> bet like everyone's we, initial reaction. Well, let, me, let me put it this way: crazy. we tried to rehearse it. Yeah, they um, never got there. Never made it through. A complete, I heard about that. Yeah, it was. It was. There was some intrigue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bet everyone's like initial reactions when they first found out that Barney sold out as many shows as it did during that tour was like, Holy "Oh my god!" Like we've like we did it. We did it. Yeah. In the, and in that short of time too yeah just, yeah this, yeah, this was exactly. 94 this was 94 this wasn't yeah. Easy right. yeah, almost, yeah. almost three years ago now yeah and i believe there's yeah. a thing saying uh, where your city saying that he actually did so so yeah i think there is yep yeah mm-hmm. yes which is, I'm, I'm glad about that oh, yes yeah yeah we all are so how can how can if anyone wants to contact you how can people find you on social media uh best ways is probably through my uh my professional facebook page bob yeah. singleton uh composer producer or something i forget what it's called but it's that one uh because uh i'm also on instagram is bob singleton composer or something like that yeah. i uh, but the my interface is here and it's just me i don't have a social crew or anything like that uh connect easier to right. facebook and i can i can do facebook uh uh, messaging and stuff like that, and I and I and I respond to that. Awesome. My my personal page is you know it's just my family and friends and stuff. So right, yeah. Yeah. So it takes me yeah. around a while to get through that. But if you contact me through uh, my composer page on Facebook, then I usually get back pretty quickly. I enjoy right. doing it. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Chris, how about you end off with the question? And, and your social media is going to be in the description down below, so people yeah, can and I'll follow, follow you. After. you. Mm-hmm. I've 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 asked a couple questions. I was someone else give the last question. Matt, how about, Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt, how about you do it, Julius? Yeah, Julius, how about you do it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. If he's up for it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Matt, that. Yeah, that Julius, I, I know. I Julius, hold on. Before you do it, I know Matt's asked it, but Julius, you have never asked it. I have not. I have not so yet. So, uh, really? so uh, this this podcast is uh, Jake's happy nostalgia show. When it comes to nostalgia. How do you define it? Do How you do you define of? nostalgia? What do you think of? Nostalgia is things that I remember that warm, yes. warm my heart. Yes. And that can, be, that can be anything uh, from this morning to the distant past. But it's an experience that I recall that warms me. I love that. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That is Great the best answer anybody's ever given. Matt, yes. you're the second <laughs> so, one. Best. So before nine I, second best, okay. right? I'm kidding. <laughs> no. well, so, wow, Wyatt. Right. There's his first best. Thank you Yay. so much for coming yes, on. It's been an absolute so blast here in store. This was thank great. you guys. Oh, no. a great time. And we'll, def- hey, we'll definitely have you back on with Steven. Mm, yes. Oh, that'd be yes. great. Yep. Yeah. Of, course, well, of, course, of course, once he's, you know, had some time. Yeah. yeah. He, well, he well, after, a while, yeah. after a while. After a while. Exactly. He is. Uh, he, 
he is a force of nature. I, I don't think that uh, that anybody could appear with him and appear to be his his equal. He is he is probably uh, he's the, one of the smartest guys I've there, ever met. And your so idea, he is, and he, he is a and like you said earlier, he is a very funny guy. I saw his episode of Purple Tales. Yeah, with uh, oh yeah, with yeah. Carrie. And, oh my gosh. Yeah, you are on purple. He cracked also. up a couple of jokes, and it was, uh, it was love him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Anyway, and from all of us here at Jake's Apple's Tower Show, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a blast. Yes, and thank yes, you. You are worth it. Yes, and thanks to Bob Singleton for coming on. It has been an absolute so blast. Much, we Bob. always love getting to talk to the Barney We do. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's whoever we get to talk to. We get Barney people is always amazing. So. Yes. Yeah. So until next time, everyone, yeah. for all of our viewers and listeners, stay nostalgic, and we will see you all next time. You Bye, are everyone. worth it. Bye-bye. You're worth it. And stay a saw check. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. You're worth it. See you next time on another episode of Jake's Happiness Talk Show. Be sure to follow us on social media and stream us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Bye-bye.